This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hour number two of the G-Bag Nation. About to catch up with Bobby Marks, NBA ESPN front office insider, uh, joining us on the DNM Leasing Hotline. We will have NFL News of the Day coming up at 320. We'll talk with Brian Baldinger. More things NFL at four. But right now, let's welcome in the greatness that is Bobby Marks. Bobby, how are you, sir? Thank you so much for giving us some time. No, Bobby. Not yet. Bob. Bob. Sorry, a little, maybe a little. Uh, Let me call Bobby back. Yeah, it might have been a, a phony, phony issue there. We'll get Bobby back on the line. I mean, those Gators. Gentlemen, this time of year. I, I wonder, and I want to ask Bobby this with the Maverick situation, because like Bobby was with several different teams over the course of his career as a front office executive. But you think he's had a moment where he's looking at his starting lineup and <laughs> literally nobody's going to be playing tonight? Because that's what the Mavericks are in danger of. Sure. With no Dante, like Exum, maybe Exum and Derek Jones Jr. will play, maybe. Yeah. But you definitely don't have Lively after the nose injury, yeah. and then Luke is not going to play, and Kyrie's still out. So you're super shorthanded against one of the best teams in the West and the Minnesota Timberwolves. But it's like, man, uh, I, it, it's almost like what TCU is dealing with. Yeah. We talked about last week with their women's team. Yeah. And they're calling up people from the volleyball squad. Like, how can you even have enough players to play the game? I do think, see, I think this is when it would be fun. Like, in these rare occasions, the like the Mavericks should be allowed to scan their local basketball courts for just <laughs> just random dudes to come in and hey this is your shot tonight like that go. adds more entertainment to the game i'd be more interested in watching the mavericks tonight if i know that one or two of those guys are from local ymca you know <laughs> local 24-hour fitness basketball you know decent hoopers i think it would just be a fun situation all right let's uh, catch up with bobby now on the dnm leasing hotline bobby marks with us here in the g-bag nation bobby what's going on my friend I think now Bob's doing a bit. It might just be the phone, the phones. We could have just have phones being down right now. That might be it. It's probably a nice thing. That's what the situation is. Three the phone. One hundred five three the phone. As I did, but yeah, uh, if, you, if you're <laughs> right planning to, to watch, face. if you're planning to watch the the Mavs game tonight, it's going to be a very short-handed unit as they take on the Minnesota Timberwolves. That will be a seven o'clock tip in Minnesota. In all honesty, though, I guess it's tough because it's a road game, but you could you could manage it. I mean, they've known for they've known since at least yesterday that this was going to be the case with their roster. You guys That's agree true. that you'd be more interested in watching the game tonight if you knew at least one player was a local just basketball guy who No, I would be. I think everybody you know, would be. I think everyone would kind of be super excited so about it. So Tony this. Romo suited up. Say that remember Tony suited up at that one he time. He did. Yeah. So if, if Tony would like Devin Harris is calling the game and they say, you know what, Devin, we need you. Just <laughs> see, one but, more. See, but for me that wouldn't be as fun as the rando. As the rando dude. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, look, we've got an, an immense, just a local bucket getter, an abundance of talent in DFW when it comes to this. But man, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how the Mavericks fare. I do expect, especially with the way Hardy was shooting the lights out of the ball the other night. I think he finished what eight for nine. Hardy's going to be your leading scorer. Like, if we want to take over under on the number of points he has, do you think? Or do you have somebody else that might step up and be the guy? Well, is, T, is THJ? THJ still going to play. Yeah. But I think it's going to be a hardy night. Hardy's probably not going to give up the ball. Well, but neither is THJ. It's going to be it's going to be so fun to be like... <laughs> Just switching it off every time down the floor? The ball stops with them. As soon as Hardy gets it, it's over. And if THJ gets it, it's over. So I think that, that'll, be, that'll be one of the fun underlying storylines uh, trying to watch tonight is just like the dynamic between Hardy and THJ and both of them. Just trying to get theirs because the Mavs, tonight is just a, a tonight's a get yours night. It you is. Know? It is. What if is? They found, okay, so if they find a way to win this game tonight, hmm. like what? They, then you feel good about trading Kyrie championship. And like all of a <laughs> just sudden, move on. Hang a huh? banner. Let's play with the ringers, baby. <laughs> I, shorthanded unit. Yeah, hey, hey, hang a banner. Shorthanded unit. Hang a banner there. That'd be very Indianapolis Colts of us. Yeah, but I'm down for it. All right, let me throw. We this beat the you. one seed in the West <laughs> with scrubs. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Shouldn't uh, say scrub. Anthony Edwards would probably lose his mind. Probably get fined again. Oh with gosh, the be a bad situation. I think you were uh, you you massively underprojected the fine on that one, Brian. What did you go with? Twenty five, fifty. They said like fifteen. I, I said fifty. You said fifty. What, did they have it out? It was, I think he got forty. It was a forty thousand. Oh, was it? Fine. Yeah. Oh, I I did massively. Yeah. Underperform. They, they ended up slapping him with a big big one. Wow, that that forty k over multiple shots. But he didn't make it. He didn't make it personal though. It was probably the fact that he said, "I'll take the fine." They said, "Oh, we're got you." Yeah, 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 that's fine with us, and we'll take it from you. You go ahead and take it. Okay, I did see this though. Luka Doncic again, one of the uh, top selling jerseys in all of the National Basketball Association, according to the NBA store. Here are the sales for the first half of the season. Do you guys want to take a wild guess? at who is on this top 15 list, but where is Luka specifically? Wimby has to be one. Wimby's not one. Oh, He's four. Oh. Wimby's on it, but he's number four. The top three, really, I'm surprised are still there because they've had plenty of time for their jerseys to be sold. Steph. Steph's number one. He's, he's a monster. I'll tell you what's happening, too. These jersey sales, I think, are kind of skew because of now they're adding the alternative jerseys. The city jerseys. Yeah. I think that's keeping some of these older dudes in the mix. That could be. Because you they know, want to get the different yeah, I gotta, styles. I gotta, I gotta the city have, connects yeah, I and all have, that stuff. Yeah, I've got the I've got the gold stuff. I got the blue stuff. Got the white one. Oh wait, we got there's a there's a city, the black one. That oh yeah. And I'll tell you what, I think I think Golden State does a really good job with their jerseys too, by the way. They do. The different logos they go with, like the city and all that other stuff that they they throw out there on you. So yeah, I'm I'm I I can see why these guys keep their jersey sales up high. Yeah, so we got Steph at number one, Victor Wembanyama's number four, Luca's in here, number seven, number seven is Devin Booker, number six, six is Luca Doncic. Ding, ding 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 ding. Luca coming in at number six. Are you guys are missing two, three, five, eight, and then still uh, LeBron. Eight, three. Okay, LeBron's number three. Tatum. Tatum is two. So you've got Steph Curry at one, Jason Tatum at two, LeBron at three, Wemby at four. Number five is. Where's my man? Where's my man? Uh, Kevin Durant. Katie's eight. So you guys have nailed six, seven, eight. Are, We're missing are, five. Are there any Knicks in there? 
There is not. There are no New York Knicks, yeah, the Knicks in the fans, top 15 at Jersey sales. I would think that maybe that all of a sudden Brunson caught a run. They couldn't even get Brunson as a starter in the uh, in the All-Star game. Yeah, it's that, true. That, that is a great We point. do have a local kid here in the top 10. Oh, do we now? We do. A local kid? Local kid. Pascal's, local DFW. It's not Siakam. It's not Siakam. Julius Randle? No, it's, I mean. No, it's, it's not Julius Randle. Uh, Micah Parsons might be a big fan of his. Oh, Tyrese Maxey. Yeah, Tyrese Maxey at number That's nine. That's a good call. With uh, the Philadelphia is Embiid got his jersey in there? Embiid is 12. Embiid is, oh, wow. is number 12 on the list. See, even Jokic, too, right? Like, the big men don't Jokic get Jokic is love. 14. Yeah, see? Yeah. And those are obviously two, like, top why, five. Why are people not wearing the big man jersey? Because the don't kids know. don't identify with the big man. That's well, the thing. Kids identify with Steph. They look at Steph and right. they think, You're right. Hey, Wim- Wimby. Wimby got it. He said but, but Wimby's also got but the- But he's a rookie, dude. The, the it, rookie, Euro, France, and- Getting the boost. All the superstardom involved with Wimbenyama. He's the biggest draft prospect name- since LeBron. Household name, no doubt. Still missing number 5, 10, 11, 13, and 15 on the list. Okay. Um, and they're all big names. I mean, Ky- I could see Kyrie being in there. Kyrie not in there. No, there's no other Maverick other than Luke at, uh, at number 6 in this top 15. I was a little surprised that Kyrie didn't make it because he also hasn't even been a Mav for a year yet. Okay, let's check the DNM leasing hotline here and see uh, in just a few moments if potentially Bobby Marks is going to be joining us here. Um, but in the meantime, let's fire off another guest. Giannis? Giannis oh, yeah, is five. Giannis. Uh, there, Damian, oh, Damian is. Lillard and with, Damian, the new, with the new Bucks yeah, jersey? New Bucks. Name is 10. So there it is. You nailed the rest of the top 10. The ones you were missing, John Morant at 11, LaMelo Ball at 13. And then De'Aaron Fox of the Kings comes in at number 15. Those are your top 15. Light the beam. Uh, in jersey sales right now, according to the NBA store. But shout out to Lucas, still getting it done at yes. number six. And yeah, 682, you nailed it. Giannis, number five. No, no Cade Cunningham either, uh, but that would have been a local kid as well, former Oklahoma State Pope. Okay, we're getting the thumbs up, Walchuk. All right, let's do it. Let's try it again. Bobby Marks, NBA ESPN front office insider. Bobby, do you have us? I do. Hey, guys, how are you? Let's go. Thank you so much for sticking with us here, Bobby. We appreciate you. Uh, We were joking around about this, but it's also a serious question. Mavs tonight, with all their injuries, might not have anybody from their starting five available to play. Have you ever run into a similar occurrence in your history with the NBA? I think one year, this is when I think we had started the season, like, oh, and 15, we had, like, eight guys available against Boston, and, like, they were all reserves. I mean, you're basically seeing basically what's going on with Memphis right now isn't is an every night thing yeah. for them yeah. with the Grizzlies, except for Jaron. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like we're in these, you know, the dog days of late January, early February, where you're getting some injuries creeping up. It, everyone's looking forward to all-star break where they get some time off here. But, um, yeah, this is a tough, tough part of the schedule for, uh, for certainly where Dallas is with some of these injuries. Mavs currently uh, seventh right now in the Western Conference standings. It's been a bummer without Kyrie lately. They really haven't had Kyrie or Luka healthy for the majority of the season together. But what's your assessment as we approach the trade deadline and the all-star break of where the Mavs stack up in the West? Yeah, I mean, I think you hit it right on the head. I mean, I think, you know, the the biggest thing, um, you know, probably their best trade asset is getting healthy. I mean, that's the biggest thing as far as, you know, not having, you know, Luka and Kyrie together certainly for a small sample of games. Um, and then you know you had Josh out for a while, and Derek was out for a while, um, and you've you've had some other you know, certainly some other injuries uh, to the, to that group here. It's, it's kind of amazing that you're you're in seven right now. I mean that's that's the you know and and, and I think they they will get better 
as things go along, as long as they're healthy here. I think the, the Western Conference is so wide open. I mean, I, you know, you can stake the claim that Denver is the team to beat, and rightfully so. But when you look at the teams up top, whether it be the Minnesota and Oklahoma City who haven't won a first-round series, and then you've got the Clippers, you know, sitting there who, you know, have played really good basketball since the Harden trade. Um, and But, you know, listen, they haven't, you know, they're another team that hasn't advanced out of, out of the first round, at least, um, you know, at least last year here. Um, so it is wide open here. I mean, the, the, the trade deadline is, is interesting this year just because, um, I think you probably have a lot more people willing to buy than a lot more people willing to, to sell right now. Hey, Bobby, I was, you do such a great job of educating the fan base. You've lived this. You, you know, you understand it. But do you ever have fan bases get mad at you when you don't get enough for a trade? <laughs> I think, like, you know, like, you, you're, you're trying to, like, you are honestly sitting there like, okay, I'm going to pick up the phone and this is what I can get. Because you've lived this. You know, and I, I've been in the same deal. I was in, you know, NFL doing stuff. And I just, you try to explain to fans and they just don't want to believe you. Uh, that's a good point. I, you know, it's funny. I did, I did a, uh, well, we have the two trade guides out on ESPN.com, the written part of it. And then I did a, um, I did it. I'm trying to do videos for all the teams, like sure. in eight or nine minutes. And I did a, a Dallas one. And then I, I really don't want to read the comments, but I was like, you know, let me see what these people are saying. And I was like, oh, my God, like, it's like, I'm sorry. This is who you have to trade. You know, this is what you have available. And, yeah. I, and I made the comment. I said, like, listen, Tim's been really good. He's six, probably six man of the year um, candidate. I don't think I'd do anything. People are like, oh, my God, he's untouchable now. I'm like, no, he's not untouchable. Yeah. But unless something really made sense. And listen, the draft picks are the draft picks. You've got one first to trade. You're, you're limited to your second. You're not trading Luke. You're not trading Kyrie. You're not trading Derek. And it, then you get a process of elimination. And I wrote about um, the job Nico had done in the offseason where he basically, you know, with Kyrie coming in at $37 million, and then it gave you the flexibility to go out and, um, and, and, and get Seth and, um, and Dante and sign Dwight for $4 million a year and, and, some of the, and Derek Jones for the minimum. And they did a nice job, and that's a big reason why those guys are kind of, why they're hanging around here right now. But what you have – I said this last night because Laker fans get all upset with me also. Sure. They said, like, listen – if you want to dance, you got to have someone to dance with, yeah, right? Like right. that's the you know that's the reality of the situation with with the trade deadline, and certainly with all. And then we've got all these new rules that are they're, are going to come in um, this off season that are going to be tighter as far as teams that spend a lot. Um, you know, sometimes it, you know who you are is what you'll be when when uh, we get past February eighth. So, Bobby, with that being said, what do you think are some realistic trade options for the Mavericks that they can target? We've heard the rumors of maybe a Kyle Kuzma with yeah. Washington, but are there some names that you think the Mavericks realistically could pursue? I think Kuzma might be a little bit too rich just because he's got a really good contract because it descends. Those are the ones you like, the ones mm. that like starts at 24 and then by the last year it's like at $18, $19 million. I think you know, those guys in that $20 million range have more value than Zach Levine right now. Because it's like your third guy, right? Like how you're building a roster, it's your third guy. It's, you know, teams are trying to get away from that third max. Uh, I think Mark's probably been on the record saying about, you know, you, we don't, you can't have three max guys because the back end of your roster is really hard. So I think Kuzma's a little bit rich. I, I think, you know, Jeremy Grant's interesting. And, I mean, you'll, you've probably heard his name a bunch here. He, his increases as far as, you know, for, he signed a five for 150, 160, somewhere in that range. So that goes up, but then it comes down to, you know, what do you have to offer? You know, you, you basically have, you know, Grant, you know, Maxi, um, you know, just to kind of get the, the numbers, um, you know, the numbers up there to get to, you know, what, $27, 28000000 million in 
um, in, in salary here. So it's it's a little bit of a challenge because I said there's not as many. You know the, what the plan has done. It's basically it's put a lot of teams in this position where a lot of people think you can. You know, there's 21, 22 teams that can make the playoffs. There's only four teams in the bottom. Um, you know that are probably sellers, but they're looking to sell. Um, you know, looking to sell high. Like, like, like Miles Bridges would be really good for a lot of teams, but you have to accept what comes with Miles Bridges, right? Like, is your fan base willing to? embrace a guy that was suspended for 30 games for a domestic violence mm. situation that pled no contest and is in the last year of his contract and is basically a rental for three or four months. Like that's, that's the type of thinking like front office are having when it comes to like a guy like Miles Bridges who can give you a 20 night and play the floor for you. Um, but there's also a lot of other things that come with it. Bobby, thank you so much for hopping on with us. We appreciate you being patient and uh, hopefully you know, keep up the great work, and we'll chat with you again soon. Sounds good, guys. Appreciate it. There he goes. Bobby Marks, uh, always encourage you to check out his work there on ESPN. Of course, he's making the the posts and videos on YouTube and then writing outstanding articles. We get closer to the trade deadline for our Dallas Mavericks. Bobby Marks, ESPN NBA front office insider. All right, let's do some NFL news of the day, the pregame incident, and a surprise team that might be moving up to try and go get Caleb Williams. That's next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Your NFL news of the day here in the G-Bag Nation is brought to you by Frankel and Frankel. Life is unpredictable. Accidents happen. Frankel and Frankel are the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks and DFW. If you or a loved one has been in an accident, contact Frankel and Frankel for a free consultation at truckwreck.com or just call 214-333-3333. We'll go around the Vegas shenanigans coming up in uh, just a few minutes, but right now, here's the woolly bully with your NFL news of the day. The top news item is the Seahawks hiring former Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald. Donald as their new head coach. So now there's just one job opening left in the NFL. That would be with the Washington Commanders. They did interview Dan Quinn yesterday. Uh, and I think the meeting went well, but th- most indications are pointing to Dan Quinn is returning to the Dallas Cowboys as their defensive we'll coordinator. See. Yeah, we'll see. Try, I mean, trying to get a handle on this. I mean, I even asked, asked Adam Schefter there. I said, hey, you know. You think, could, Adam? Well, because he was the one... It was talking about Ben Johnson. He did. 
And I'm like, man, maybe Adam knows something here. Yeah, because he and, was he was hinting around the idea that Ben Johnson. Well, he was yeah, saying not a lock. like Dan Quinn yeah, to he, Seattle and Ben Johnson. Yeah. Neither one of those were locks. Right, right. He was he was one of the the guys that like I know, but uh, I I asked him because I was talking to some people. And they said, hey, I'm hearing things about Dan going to Washington. That it's it's a it's a it's done. So who do I reach out to? Reach out to Adam. Adam, you hearing? <laughs> He's like, I hadn't heard that one yet, Brian. So I'm like, okay, thanks. Appreciate yeah. it, Adam. Appreciate you. Well, that's the uh, type but, of inside sources we've got here in the G-Bag. Nah, How many different Adam Schefter numbers do you have? Because doesn't he have like three or four phones? Just for Aaron Rodgers. I, every time that I have ever texted, and I give, I give Adam Schefter a lot of credit for this. Every time that I have ever texted him, he has texted me back within a minute. That's amazing. Um, I mean, and you, well, he's glued to that phone, man. And you, and I I couldn't imagine how many text messages he gets oh, an yeah. hour. You know, and and he, he 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 it's always and it's it, 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 you have to be really quick with him though. You just say, Adam, question, or you don't say even question. You say, Hey, bump, and you put it out there, and then he says, Nope, or Yep, or. Let me let me find out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all real, real quick. And then that's he, awesome. He's really good about getting back to you, though, too. Well, which I'm super impressed by. He's probably super anal about the uh, you know the amount of unread messages, oh, like bet. in his texts and I, his email. Yes. He probably just wants to stay clean. You know, he's got a little Hagee in him. Yeah. I think that he's also into. He never knows when somebody who's texting him can help him on a story. That's true. Ooh. You know, yeah. you don't want to be hey, the you're guy. you're plugged in with the Cowboys. You Maybe yeah. he needs some information. You sometime. don't want to be the guy or gal that all of a sudden you're, you're you know, you you keep asking him questions and he doesn't get back or somebody doesn't get back. And then all of a sudden, you know, you need them to do something. You're like, uh-uh, no, no, screw that guy. Well, yeah. uh, coaching news, Jory Epstein had an interesting article uh, with Yahoo. And does a nice job, too. She does a fantastic job. And it was about, you know, talking with Jerry there at the Senior Bowl and the connection with Bill Belichick. And Jerry said, I know him personally and I like him. There's no doubt in my mind that we could work together. Mm-hmm. None, mm-hmm. said Jerry Jones. So, you know, he he didn't want to mention if he'd talked to Bill at all this offseason because yeah. uh, obviously they're, they're sticking with Mike McCarthy. But now with Bill Belichick not getting one of these jobs and probably sitting the year out, that will be prob- much like we did with Sean Payton. There will be the allure of Bill Belichick out there if indeed things don't go well for Mike McCarthy. And here's Jerry saying, there's no doubt in my mind we could work together. Yeah, that's interesting, man. That's super interesting. I wonder how McCarthy receives that particular uh, article there. Mike is, uh, I think Mike has got to the point where a lot of things just kind of go off him. It's part of of working with the Cowboys. I think Mike in his, now going on five years, I think he's, I think he now understands the drill. Just roll with the punches. You're not, you know, you're going to, on the post-game show, you're going to have, I'm sure it bothered him when he had three reporters asking him questions after a game, and he's kind of wondering where everybody else is. Yeah. And, and then he figured out, oh, they're all talking to Jerry kind of thing. I think I, I think there was a time where that was probably a shock to him. Now, I don't think so. He just, I think, I think he does what he, you know, kind of comes in, does his job, and if it you know if it's good enough, it's good enough. If not, then he'll move back to uh, Wisconsin and figure things out from there. And to answer the five six two's question, if indeed Dan Quinn left and got that head coaching job with Washington, David Moore had written uh, in the morning news that it would be Joe Witt Jr. 
who would take over as defensive coordinator. That would be the in-house move that the Cowboys would probably make. But I don't anticipate Dan Quinn's getting that job right now, and I think that he is going to be your defensive coordinator. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. If you're telling me that the alternative to Dan Quinn is Joe Witt Jr., then, yeah, I guess I I would rather just go ahead and run with Dan Quinn. Yeah, you know, I I would think that the outside name, and this is where you also got to if – if Joe Witt and, and you know David Moore, you know, they're, those guys are plugged in over there. Now, there's an 81 year old gentleman that likes to have black ink on his hands when uh, you know in the mornings, reading that newspaper. You know, but if you if you were to say, a lot of times you get a coach that's in the last year of his contract, and to try and get somebody to come on board, you know, get somebody to move to take that job. Look at Eric Bieniemy. Sure. Look what happened to Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, that's, Eric, a, good, that's, that's Eric, a good reference. Eric Bieniemy went from being interviewed every year for jobs to the only job that he interviewed for this year was the commander's job. I mean, I haven't heard a word about Eric Bieniemy. You know, mm-hmm. and so now you have to be a little careful if you're one of these guys. It's like, okay, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go, and here, and I'm going to take this job, and it's a one year situation. You know. That's why I thought that Mike Zimmer would be a name that you might hear if, say, Joe Witt left, say Dan Quinn got the job and he took Joe Witt or, you know, Joe Witt, you know, or, or Mike didn't side. Because Zimmer would be a guy that, you know, he, Mike's, Mike's been paid. Mike's been a head coach. You know, if you need a one-year guy potentially, you know, Mike probably would take that job. Sure. And it, and it would allow you to kind of keep your – it would allow you to keep your, you know, your four three alignment as well. That makes sense. Now the Panthers have officially hired Chiefs VP of Football Operations Brant Tillis from uh, a high ranking position Who in the front this? office. Panthers. It? Okay. So he is going to uh, assist new general manager Dan Morgan. Tillis was uh, with Kansas City. He's been there since 2010, and he had a big hand in working with GM Brett Veach primarily in salary cap management and roster strategy. So I'm sure he'll kind of handle a lot of the. The cap numbers there in Carolina, and while Dan Morgan might be doing more of the personnel work. They worked my man John Dorsey there. They did. John John convinced them to trade up for Mahomes, and the next thing you know, he's, he's on gone. The, he's on the street. Here's Brett Veach yeah. doing his wow. thing. Uh, Browns running back Kareem Hunt had surgery for a ruptured adductor. Sounds terrible. I think that's a hip. Yep. It's a hip situation. Mm-hmm. Players typically need six to eight weeks uh, and require immediate surgery. It can sideline them. And I think we just saw Lane Johnson was able to do this, come back, play in the Super Bowl last year. But that's that's two running backs now. You had Nick Chubb, who had uh, surgery, of course, and hopefully he's back. But, I mean, his entire leg was completely shattered. They had to fix that. And now Kareem Hunt with the Browns. But do they still have running game Moses? They still have running game Moses. As far as we know, right running game Moses cannot get and out they of They got Jerome contract. Ford. Hell, Jerome Ford was pretty damn good. Let's get to the beef, though, uh, and that is between Patrick Mahomes, Justin Tucker, and Travis Kelsey. Mahomes went on his local radio show there in Kansas City, 610, and was talking about the pregame kicking incident with Justin Tucker. I've had like seven years of of kind of doing that same warm-up routine, and there's only been, I think, like three occasions where there's been a kicker that wasn't a – because uh, you usually talk to the guys, there's been a kicker that wasn't necessarily moving out the way, or you, you weren't kind of sharing the field um, in the right way. And, I mean, it was in Baltimore all three times. So, um, I, he does that little stuff, I think, to try to get under our skin. And I asked him to move his stuff, and he, and he got up and moved it, I think, two inches 
um, but, but didn't move it out of the way. And I, I, I was going to kind of let it slide, but Travis kind of got it and moved it for me. And then after that, I wasn't going to let him put it back down. So it's, it's something that we, we move on. I mean, I have a lot of respect for him as a player and as a kicker. Um, one of the best kickers of all time, probably the best kicker of all time. But at the same time, you got to have respect for each team. And we all share the field, and we, we try to do that in a respectful way. So there's Mahomes, and he references Travis Kelsey went and moved the stuff out of the way eventually. So he Travis threw Kelsey threw it, he threw uh, it on the New Heights podcast with his brother Jason, gave his side of the incident with Justin Tucker. We're warming up, and we do our same warm-up every single time on our side of the field. For those of you that don't know what happens in pregames, the Ravens have their side of the field, and the Chiefs have our side of the field. Now, specialists, because of like the wind factor and yeah, they go to where both you are, sides they get, they get a chance to kick at at both field goals and kind of punt from both sides of the field. But it's always, if you're, if you're trying to go onto the other team's designated area, you kind of stay out of their way. You know, you, you don't, you don't interfere with what they have going on. That is the unwritten rule. That's the unwritten rule. If you want to be a <laughs> about it, you keep your helmet and your football and your <laughs> kicking tee right where the quarterbacks are warming up and they're yeah. dropping eyes are looking left and they got a, a helmet down by their feet it's actually kind of dangerous really but like if you're not going to pick that up i'll happily move that for you justin came out <laughs> and he said it was more of a joking gesture and kind of a fun competitive and i get it i mean he was kind of winking at me like being a dick about it like <laughs> trying to get under the skin yeah he knew what he was doing i get it, it but he got under me, skin a little me bit. and pat we were we've been having the same mentality for this game all week long, man. Yeah, and it was uh, you got to go in there and 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 have the right mind frame, have yeah. the right mindset, and we just weren't in a joking mood. Um, we yep. were ready to get after it, and uh, so Justin, sorry if we took it to a level <laughs> that you didn't think it'd get to that play, but if you're gonna be a dick, I promise you, I can, <laughs> I can one up you every time. What'd you say? So good. <laughs> Taking Lisa McCaffrey's line to the G-Bag Nation no. last year at Radio Row. Don't be D's, man. Yeah. I love the back and forth here. I, I like what Justin Tucker's doing if I'm a Ravens fan. Like, go bleep yourself. I'm trying to cause as much chaos and ruin your pregame routine, but I also love Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. No nonsense. We're here to do a job. You go after yourself. You want to be a D, I'll one-up you and be a bigger D. See, I think it needs to be somebody else. It, it's it's the wrong it's the wrong person doing it. I, I, I agree with the sentiments from the Ravens side. If you want to create your home field, a little hostility, a little bit, but that's like that's the Ray Lewis thing. That's You've got Joe, no that's, respect because it's the kicker. It's Joey Porter with the Steelers always saying like you're not going to step on our logo yeah. during during the and it's Joey Porter. It wasn't it wasn't Chris Boswell getting tossed out. Show there that man trying some respect. You know what I mean? All right, Sean like, Sweesham and, and the kicker who is doing nothing when it comes to stopping Mahomes and Kelsey for all four quarters. Like he doesn't have to back it up in any way other than obviously making his kick. Sure. But he's not going toe to toe with these guys. This needed to be Roquan Smith. I think it's even better though that it's the kicker. Yeah. He initiated it. Yeah. yeah. That's how I wish Kelsey would have grabbed that joint and just punted and it. He's the only one that does stands. it. Yeah. It would have been it like, would have been Mahomes epic. says I do this every stadium I go to. I've only had issues with this three times, and all three times were believing Justin Tucker and the Ravens. Look at Justin Tucker's face on that video, too. He He's, loves it. He, he, he was laughing he was laughing. He likes to stir this kind uh, of stuff. It's just him. I got you. You're mad now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm with you, big picture, because it is the kicker, but Justin Tucker, he he gets oh, he yeah. lives for this. Eric is right. You get no points for picking on a kicker. Yeah. You no points. But yeah. it, uh, it's just funny. What a good back and forth, and, and this has turned into a big thing now between the three of them. But 
I love it. Ultimately, the Chiefs got bragging rights. They're the ones that won the damn game. And I do think, and, and Lucius played this for G-Bag in the day earlier, you know, the cut of the, with the Pat McAfee show. Like, if he had to miss that kick to make it 17-10, to 10, oh, they yes. would have just ran right out there and mother-believed him. I would have really uh, liked that. It would have been fantastic. Last bit of news, T. Higgins is going to be a big-name free agent this offseason. Duke Tobin, the general manager there with Cincinnati, saying we really do want T. Higgins back, but we'll see what happens. I'm sure that's going to end up being a money item. But as we talk free agency and we look ahead to potentially uh, moves and who might be available, T. Higgins could be a very, very sexy name. I was right about him. He was fantastic. Yeah. And then the last thing, the Broncos, there are rumorouskis coming out that they could be a team to look at to move up in the draft and maybe try and go get one of these top passers. Peyton wants one of the top passers, Caleb Williams, Drake Mayer, Jaden Daniels. Uh, one ESPN or one NFL insider said, I spoke at length about this with several people, including longtime Broncos insider Cecil Lamy, a radio and television personality from the city, and was able to confirm that the Broncos are interested in moving up for their quarterback of the future, and they could include cornerback Patrick Sertan in a deal if they needed to do so as well. So, I mean, I threw it out there like if you're the Cowboys, could you maybe trade a future one, give the Broncos more ammunition? I would really wouldn't want to trade this year's one, but if you're going all in, like keep your pick for this year, maybe trade next year's one. If Denver doesn't want to put Sertan in a package, now they've got extra ammunition, future ones to possibly trade as well. Uh, I don't think the Cowboys would actually get into this, but Patrick Sertan has been the apple of my eye ever since he came out in that NFL draft. I would love to get him in a Cowboy uniform. I kind of feel like that Patrick Sertan, though, if uh, if you told me, are there 25 players on that board better than Patrick Sertan? Probably not. No chance. Yeah. Let me let me move that. Let me move that. Move twenty four. Just say bleep it. Let's let me, do this let thing. Me move, let's, let's That'd move be that an thing. all in move if they're talking about going all in. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Walchuk. There's your NFL news of the day. We'll get uh, some more NFL action going with our Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger. Looking forward to that conversation at the top of the hour. But this time next week we'll be at Radio Row. So eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three from the buffets to the booze to the gambling. What's your Vegas vice? That's next year in the nation. Thank you, Lucius. We got LA Live coming up at 540 as part of the Expressway. Brian Baldinger, Odyssey, NFL Insider at the top of the hour, less than 15 minutes away. But right now, let's talk about Las Vegas, Radio Row, Super Bowl week coming up. We're going to fly out after the show on Monday. But Eric, uh, what is the Vegas Vices? Yeah, man. Uh, this time next week, we'll be at Radio Row. This will be my first time ever going to Vegas. I'm pretty excited about it. Goodness gracious. Uh, but from the, the buffets to the booze to the gambling, what is your Vegas vice? Um, and I heard Hagee and Corey talking about this earlier. Um, when you guys get on an airplane, do you have someone in your life that you feel uh, the need or the want or the obligation to fire off the uh, the taking off t- text to? Uh, like, hey, I'm on the plane now. We're getting ready to take off. I'll let you know when we land. Or are you comfortable, like Hagee is, not texting the person because they know what time your flight was, and so you'll just text them you know, when you land or whatever, you won't send the, all right, heading off now text. Because I'm like, I've always, pretty much always had, whether I guess if I was younger, it would have been like maybe my mom or dad, or now, like with my wife, I'll definitely text her before we take off. Like, all right, babe, we're taking off now. I'll let you know when we land. Hagee's like, nah, mm. not doing that. Yeah, I usually do send the landing text. Like, hey, we've landed. Uh, and that would be to my mother. Now it'll probably be to my wife and my mother. Because uh, my mom is always texting like, hey, what's this? De-? But I think when it comes to the leaving thing, they've got the flight information. I might just be like, hey, we're about to board. But I don't I don't send the text that says like leaving. 
what uh, airline are you guys taking? You know you can track these things, right? Southwest. Okay, yeah, you can, they can track the whole time. Yeah. We're good. Yeah, my old lady be tracking my joint, telling me where I'm at. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I, and I, and I finally, when we finally reached down, you can tell her she's been texting the whole time. Yeah. Oh, you're above the mountains now. Ding, 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 ding. They all start coming through at one you're, time. She's texting you play-by-play yeah, of play where by you're play playing. Play-by-play of my flight Lucius while I'm sitting there was, watching something else. Yeah, she was taking care of us when we were in Vegas. Didn't she set up the, uh, the Uber to pick us up? Sure did. To get us to the airport? Sure did. Man, thank God for her. We could have still been there. I mean, my God. Yeah, yeah. Then, no, that's nice. That's nice if you have something like that, someone special in your life like that. The 940 says the landing text is twice as important as the takeoff text. Uh, okay. And I think that's 100%. That's 100% Yeah, the fair. landing one I always – like, I'll say, hey, we've, we've landed. Yeah. Like, you, you don't have to stress anymore. Right. The the bird is on the land. Well um, – On the ground. Yeah. Uh, Brian, <laughs> Brian, you're being very quiet over there. No, I uh, do. You text like Bennett or somebody. I do. Ben, <laughs> Bennett is the uh, Bennett's the. I always tell Bennett when I'm taking off, because the landing part I think is fine. I never worry about the landing. Oh, part. Oh, look at that! Never worry about the landing part. <laughs> it's the taking off part that I worry about. Okay. So I always, it's always like you kind of saying goodbye. He sort <laughs> of gets left hanging there. Yeah, well, I, know, know. I know my dad took well, off. No. Yeah. But I guess I'll hear from him tomorrow. Somebody's or about to crap themselves up in the air. I don't no. know if I'm going to make it back. Nah, man. He, you know, he he knows. I mean, like like Lucia said, you can kind of follow along. Yeah. But well, if I, it goes all the way bad, I mean, it's going to be on. It's going to be breaking it's news. Gonna be, it's going to be on the news. It's yeah. true. They'll find out. I, I do figure though. Team Nation doesn't make it. I, I will figure this though. That oh, they wouldn't know if if something does happen. As journalists, we will survive. Somebody has to tell the story what happened. Yeah. So, you know, everybody else is probably in trouble. We're going to make it. Probably Dawson. Yeah. He's the, he's the survivor, the lone survivor. They're going to have these, like, you know, on, on the Discovery Channel, how to survive an airplane. He's right. already been talking about, like, <laughs> buying the first class. The General Gavin Dawson. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I, my, my... By the uh, way, you're by, I put you by, now, this is the one on the American flight for training for uh, baseball. Yeah, spring put, training. I put you by the emergency door. So we're all in exit you. row? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I got Eric, though, by that. I think I got Eric by that spot where he can stretch his legs So we out. can push him out when you're he falls sweet, asleep? Sweet man. But, sweet, sweet but man. you are by the door. You are by the door. So if you're worried about he, that. He might be. No, it's fine. I, I'll be... Uh, I'll be all right. I won't be thinking about the flight that just recently had the door go flying off. The, the bolts of just it. ripped off the door. Every day. Oh, no. I mean, every, every day. It's just... Uh, it's... It's ridiculous with the with the airplane sort of stories. Two on fours over the flight conversation. We're going to talk stories or flight info here. Well, I uh, I do think for me it's going to be the buffets and just yeah. generally the food is going to overwhelm me and potentially my wallet. And uh, I know my wife is already trying to give me the the story because I'm like, don't you think we should? Because we're all doing the buffet night, right? Yeah, Wednesday yeah. night we're doing Wednesday the buffet night. night. Right. I think we should all weigh in prior to dinner that night and then weigh in. After the buffet, when you know our team dinner, yeah. and see who who, who put in the most, the most. Yeah, who buffeted the hardest? Who gained the most weight at the buffet? <laughs> you know, I what? think that'd be a fun idea. And then we could do it after we do the not. You know, we're gonna go nacho bar we're hopping nacho at one bar because the nacho wars are going on in mm-hmm. Vegas right now. We're gonna take advantage of that, and then we'll just like hit a slot machine every single time we walk through a casino, real quick, just to. Say we did. Just a little bada boom, bada boom. Just bang. for fun. Maybe a quick blackjack like, table. Like, I know for Dawson, it's going to be the gambling. 
Like, yes. I, I yeah. do expect there to be at least one show where Dawson's like, sorry, guys, I'm on a heater right now. Or I'm chasing my balls off to get back to even, yeah. and I won't be there for the start of the show. But I'm with you. I think I'm going to let loose a little bit uh, on the food consumption. Uh, I've done a good job the last couple of weeks. I've gotten back on the plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think A lot I can, of walking in Vegas. Uh, yeah, and a lot of walking. I think I can allow myself a couple of days, and then uh, I'll, I'll just hit it right back as soon as uh, I get home. We'll be good to go. So I'm with you. I'm, I'm down to dabble in all the delectable foods, and Vegas has a lot of them. Yeah, because I, I get a little overwhelmed by the tables. They 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 can be a little intimidating. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely intimidated by the casino stuff. Yeah, the uh, I'm like, am I I'm gonna be in the sports book and I got to be scared to be like pulling out my phone and stuff? Well, that that you don't want to do. You, when you take calls, you take them outside the sports book. Yeah, see, I'm gonna we need... just sit there and watch the games, and you can already. Oh, you have, can bet. The, the, the great the great thing is there's just so many opportunities to just continuously bet while you're sitting in that sports book. Like, you, you know, like multiple horse racing going on. Like, there goes my parlay. Now I need to start a new parlay. And then, you got, then you got, and the fact that you're two hours behind everybody, like the East Coast sporting events start. And so, like, you're in the middle of those. Then you get, you know, the, then you get the central time zone ones. It never stops, which is cool. But you can, you can continuously just bet on, you know, halftime of games, you know, bet on, you know, there's so many things you could do. And I, I mean, I love horse racing. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to being able to sit there for multiple tracks and just continuously bet on horse racing. We might have to do that. We might have to have, have Ryan help us win some money. I'm open to that. Yeah, we'll give it a go. I think that'll be a good time. 682 says uh, we got to try the Din Tai Fung in the Aria. Dumplings are made on site. Now, I might have just sworn in. Chinese. I hope you just got taken advantage of. I probably did, but uh, that sounds delectable. And the 309s, right? The the people watching. That's what I was going to say, too. Lucius and I had a lot of fun with that. The the people watching in Las Vegas is tremendous. It was. It really, really is. It might almost be worth waking up earlier in the morning just to see as the sun rises. That could be. The debaucherous walk of shame or whatever. You know, throughout the maybe we the can strip. maybe go down there in the lobby and interview people. Some man on the street, <laughs> man on the street. It's just <laughs> blasted, hungover, lost everything. <laughs> I love that hey, idea. Man. I love that idea. This is going to be a lot of fun, boys. I'm uh, looking hi, forward what's your to name? It. Oh, Jim. <laughs> we'll see about that six oh nine. We got to check that out. Make sure that's actually a hibachi place. Um, but yeah, a lot of good tips coming in. Eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three is uh, we embark on Las Vegas for Radio Row. We'll be there this time. Next week, let's talk with our Odyssey NFL insider, Brian Baldinger, who will also be out in Las Vegas getting you set for 49ers Chiefs Super Bowl 58. That's next year in the nation. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.